Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's the thing about Germany. Why I made a curator's pick of the Hollywood Fringe What's going on, people? How you feeling? How you feeling today? This is another great episode of Hashtag TFR Podcast Live presents Observations by Crazy D with my guest host, Tanya M. Congress. What's going on with you? Let's see how your audio is today. Uh, how's right. this morning treating you? It's going well. How am I sounding out there? Oh, you're sounding coming through A1. How am I sounding over there on your end? A1. All right, so we're ready to get this started. Listen, people, what is the topic for the day? First of all, we are simulcasting. Good morning, Tracy Latrice, our producer, you know what I mean? We are streaming on Periscope. What's up to all the people who watch us on Periscope? What's up with you? Say, eh, 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 eh. glad to have you. Vimeo, all the people who watch us on Vimeo, eh, 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 glad to have you. All the people who watch us on Facebook, eh, 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 glad to have you. And of course, on the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. Press like, 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 and share this because we are dropping more information today. Yesterday, if you missed the solution to things happening like Breonna Taylor, if you missed that, you missed a lot. That's episode 22. You have to make sure that you go back and watch that because we bring solutions on the show. We are not a show that argues talking heads we don't do that we're not one of those type of shows to do that we're we're if you thought that that's what you would get here uh you are sadly mistaken about that right we are not that type of show we come with solutions and we bring it so make sure that you smash the like button on all the different formats that we're on. Make sure that you go to the film review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society page on FB and press like and share this, share this. Make sure that you go to Tanya M. Congress and friend her. Go to Crazon Dion and friend me so that we can stay in contact. And you will also know when we come on because it comes right across the screen there. So what is the topic today? What is the topic today? 14 counts of wanton endangerment. 14 counts of wanton endangerment. Breonna Taylor wasn't an EMT. 
we have to discuss that. Lorenzo Johnson apprehended as the shooter of two cops. Charges came instantly with no delay. Armed militia and anti-protest uh, bumper cars being played during the protest. So let's discuss Phone lines are open. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. So let's get started here. Let's get started with this one right here. This is this is one that is fevering up the internet. You know, we always start with memes and break down memes right here. So here's one that is burning up the internet right now. Boy, this this. This is something right here. All right, people, so look. The question is asked by the person who wrote the, who, who posted the meme, and they ask, can black people in interracial relationships be trusted to decide in affairs, or it should be on affairs that concerns, that concern black people as a whole? Can black people in interracial relationships be trusted to decide on affairs that concern American black people as a whole. What do you think? Uh, that's largely dependent on the person that they're married to and how uh, what they've discussed and come into an agreement about before they were married because uh, an interracial relationship no matter how much love is supposedly there or is there we cannot ignore the backgrounds of each individual and so as a black person you know I now <laughs> it's different dynamics uh, between the sexes because there are different speculated reasons why black men might get with white women and black women might get with white men. Uh, but nevertheless, going to be a viable contender for your own people. Uh, as much as I know people will want to crucify me for saying it, if you're going to be a viable contender without your spouse, being on the chopping block or being a target for the things you choose to stand for um, I don't think that they're able to I don't think black people that are married outside their race are really capable of doing that without the bias of having a partner outside their race um, because you're going to be considerate of their feelings and uh, even if you guys have discussed some things, the discussion becomes at home. Well, honey, is that what you think about me? Is it, it? Do you think that I'm like that? I'm not like that. I'm married to you. I love you. But unless they are able to stay out the way and hold that down at home by way of their prayers and by way of support and, and being there to support you when you come off the battlefield, of standing as a black person married to a spouse outside your outside your race and so you're battling on multiple fronts if they're not able to stand that 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 marriage is going to take a lot of pressure and so are the people in it uh, so i don't think that um this is just my opinion i don't think that it is a good 
way to go. I don't think it they can reasonably stand for our people and be married outside the race. Now, some people and and we are a product of um, a mixed environment like that. And you know, uh, ours was different. Our grandmother, our grandmother was our grandmother. She stood for what she stood for, and her husband understood that. However, in today's times, most people are with another person like that because, well, I'm just going to keep that one to myself. Let's go right here. Now, there's an art, there's a meme out there, but this comes uh, thank you to our producer, Tracy Latrice, who brought this over. So this meme came up. And it's a picture of two Caucasian, a male and a female, and it says, stop racism, right? Okay, so as you go through this, as you read this article, again, thanks to our producer, Tracy Latrice, she brought this through for me to uh, check out and see if I wanted to use, and we're using it. It goes through and it says that the Jewish Holocaust uh, the, the Germans killed so many, etc., etc., and these various groups should recognize their Holocaust. But the only group that has not been free to recognize their Holocaust without people co opting the movement. Now, see, the media and the various articles are catching up to what we talked about two weeks ago. We talked about it often on uh, TFR episode, podcast episode of any kind. If it's the Sunday show or the Monday through Friday show, the media usually catches up two weeks to three weeks later. And so here's the media catching up now and saying that American blacks are the only ones who cannot recognize cannot be free to protest and to push through what they need to get reparations because there's always someone coming in and co-opting. And so this is what this image illustrates here. And what do you have to say to that? That's true. And it's also a shame and I find it interesting. I remember um, some years back that um, I don't know if Elijah Muhammad wrote this or Louis Farrakhan wrote it. I'm not sure, but I know it came out of the Nation of Islam camp, the secret relationship between blacks and Jews. Um, there is something there and uh, there is a reason. I mean, there's a constant parallel between these two storylines, the 400 years of slavery, the 400 years of the 400, that, that, that number 400 is running in parallel. And I think that, uh, I think these things are by design. And because I haven't delved into that as a project to go and do my fact finding and historical things, I can only say that in my mind, in my mind's eye, I feel that there, this is by design, that there is this um, unspoken type of parallel between the two groups and that we are purposely being kept 
at arm's length from one another and not being able to get on the side or being able to recognize what they went through. We too, we still going through it. It hasn't ended yet. We're not being beaten anymore with whip bull whips, but we're still going through it. So ours hasn't ended. So we don't, we can't identify with them and march with them and do stuff with them because we still got to address ours. And so let's get to the rubber hitting the road. Let's get to the rubber hitting the road as we get started here. So let's look at this real quick. Let's bring this up. Okay. So, you know, the muddying, you know, they try to muddy up the image and the memory of a person, right? They usually muddy it up before the situation start, right? But not this time with Brianna Taylor, they did not get a chance to muddy her up initially. Well, you know, we had uh the what was what's his name? Uh black black conservative. conservative. That's right. Black conservative called up uh last evening and he said something that I knew was going to be in the news cycle tomorrow because there is a chain of organization within the conservative movement that pushes stories. And like I told him, I said, you got to get that in. That is cool. So let's discuss it. Let's discuss it. We have the meme up 213-943-3358. If you want to speak to us, come on air and discuss with us on your touch tone. After you dial in 213-943-3358, press one on your touch tone. You know, technology created by a black woman that allowed there to be touch tone. So touch tone one, and we will see that you want to come on and talk and we will bring you up right so they did not initially uh muddy brianna taylor up but not for lack of trying because we had heard this story it didn't catch any traction but it's going to catch traction now especially after the family has been awarded 12 million and after 33 and a third that is not exactly 12 million right and that's just one so people who are in people's pockets, you know, that's not exactly 12 million. Okay, so now, and some of it is going towards, uh, what did they say? Towards, uh, towards charity to help police get training, which is, in my opinion, one of the biggest scams. 213-943-3350. Okay, the truth about Brianna Taylor. She wasn't a EMT. She was terminated in 2017. Is this true? Is this factual, right? Is this true? Is this factual? What else do they say on this meme? You know, people want to be so conscientious to put the meme up. We said that we would show it. She was knee deep in criminal drug dealing activities with her ex-boyfriend. She was in knee deep in 
criminal drug activity with her ex-boyfriend. With her ex-boyfriend. Okay. Ex, you're with your ex and your... Okay, anyway. She was on jailhouse recordings running drugs for her ex-boyfriend. This is what they're saying in the media today. This is what they're saying in the media today. Uh, she was under surveillance for months running drugs. Isn't that exactly what black black conservatives said? It, it, it's a talking point. It's a talking point. Right? And last, make, make sure that you smash the share button and the like button because does this really matter? Don't be stunned by this. Does this really matter? And what's the last thing that they say on this meme? What's the last that they say on this meme? And I made sure I put in the person who put the meme up too because, you know, you know, you have to know who your conservative brethren and sisterin are. She was on the warrant as was her car and her apartment. Is this true? Is this true? The truth about Brianna Taylor. Is this true? Is this true? Let me bring that down so I can look at you real quick. Is this true? Does this matter? Tell me, Tanya, does this matter? No, it doesn't. And it's funny because I had a call from a friend this morning. It was the, the first call I got this morning when I got out to bed. And she asked me my thoughts concerning the situation. Because there's different thoughts in her household pertaining to it. And interestingly enough, it's the youngest person who this is going to be his first time. Uh, I believe it's going to be his first time voting um, that said well mom she was with a boyfriend that dealt drugs and she was she had one that dealt drugs so you know she kind of put herself in that position okay that's one point um and there's some other stuff that I have to say about that but it doesn't matter because you did not have to go into that home the officer that shot that they're covering for, uh, you know, um, they didn't have to shoot her like that. They didn't have to fight. They didn't have to heat her up like that. You know, they could have shot just to put her down. They knew that uh, by her figure, they say it was a dark hallway. Well, I mean, you know, by the figure of the person, you know, it's female. You can tell whether a person has a gun or not in the shadows. You know, if there's a little bit of light, it's not all the way dark. If it was all the way dark, who you shooting at? How'd you hit them? The, the hallway had to be pitch black in order for that to be an excuse. I mean, like you, you know, you you hit her. Somebody fired, and they hit a person that they could see. Else, they wouldn't have been firing in pitch black. Okay, so we always have to we have to peel back the layers of what's being presented and what makes sense, and then. We look at the speculative. There are some points that are up for speculation. If you weren't there, you don't know the series of events. So they're up for speculation. 
And this is the reason why a story can be painted because there's so much speculation there, right? And because we as black people already have an issue with law enforcement being uh, um, wanton, um, you know, we, we're dealing with that as a, as a rule of thumb. Not all of them, but it's too many cases now for us to ignore that. So because of that, you know, we, we just, you know, it doesn't. So the, in answer to your question, it does not matter. That doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. You get the wrong thing. But still, as law enforcement, we we depend on or we're supposed to be able to depend on your forward thinking and your ability to process the situation and what's going on and the, the ability to gauge and come up with the right protocol in order to deal with the situation to avoid death. To avoid death. Okay. So before we get to the question, does this matter? Did it matter that Breonna Taylor was not a EMT, that she had been terminated in 2017? Does it matter that she was in criminal drug activity with her ex-boyfriend? Does it matter that her home, her car, etc., etc., was on the warrant, including her person was on the warrant? Does it matter? Because this is what's in the news cycle and they couldn't muddy her up in the beginning, but they're going to try to muddy her up now. So does it matter? So before we go any further, let's get exactly what the AG for Kentucky, Daniel Cameron, Cameron, I keep on saying Cameron, the E drops up. Cameron, Daniel Cameron, the AG for Kentucky. Let's see exactly what he says exactly happened by what they pieced back together. So it's no speculation. Let's listen to the whole piece because sometimes the media has a way of chopping things up. But we're gonna bring you the whole piece. Here we go. Evidence shows that officers both knocked and announced their presence at the apartment. The officer's statements about their announcement are corroborated by an independent witness who was near in a proximity to apartment four. In other words, the warrant was not served as a no-knock warrant. When officers were unable to get anyone to answer or open the door to apartment four, the decision was made to breach the door. After breaching the door, Sergeant Mattingly was the first and only officer to enter the residence. Sergeant Mattingly identified two individuals standing beside one another at the end of the hall, a male and a female. In his statement, he says that the male was holding a gun arms extended in a shooting stance. Sergeant Mattingly saw the man's gun fire, heard a boom, and immediately knew he was shot as a result of feeling heat in his upper thigh. Okay, so AG Daniel Cameron, as he's putting the pieces of the story back together. 
He says that the, they breached the door. It was not a no-knock warrant. So we have to get the exact facts to know what was happening. And there was a witness that cooperated what the police said because they were standing outside. They were standing outside when this knock happened. Hello? Is anyone home? Is anyone home? It's the... Uh, Kentucky Police Department, Louis, Louisville, Louisville Police Department. Is anyone home? Knock, 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 knock. They did not hear. They didn't hear anything inside the apartment, but they must have known that they were there because like that meme says, they have been under surveillance. I, I suppose. These are the, these are the talking points of the conservatives now, right? This is the talking point. They are begrudging that the family even got a few dollars. So this is, these are painful uh, side because we've been hearing the one side and you know, they, they say there's two sides of a story and somewhere in the middle is the truth, right? So this is a painful, this is a painful thing to hear because we've been hearing one side she was an upstanding citizen she was an emt she was a first responder and they just shot her down in the home so the cop enters and he says that he sees two individuals standing down at the end of the hall they're standing next to each other and the male has the gun extended out in a firing motion and he lets off one and he catches the heat and he knows that he's been hit in his thigh. So let's continue on. This is this is interesting, the story and the narrative that is being weaved. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. Smash that like button, that share button. We're gonna get to this. Does any of this matter about Breonna Taylor about and should it have caused her death? 213-943-3358. You can't shape your mind to think that Okay, even if it was a, they had been surveillancing the, the apartment and they seen, you know, some conservatives had said that, you know, there was traffic of uh, in excess of 20 cars uh, that had came there that night or whatever. But <laughs> withstanding that, it still did not have to result in a death because a drug uh, transaction is not necessarily as it doesn't even carry as violent of a sentence as murder and stuff like that now here you know we heard that the boyfriend shot first he shot first well all these months this has been being investigated installed and so on and so forth you never heard that they identified themselves uh when they they you know when they came so my guess was that the home was entered into and the people were startled that the police were there now that's just my my 
my take on it but none of that matters it did not have to result in her dying it just did not no matter how many facts they come up with it just does not matter and yes the family should have received the 12 million if not for this case for, for some of the other ones it didn't get what they were supposed to get come on you know and then this thing about her um being terminated that that's that's kind of okay she worked for the emt for five months she called in to quit after five months now we can speculate as to why that may have been you know but she called in to quit after five months and on the box that is checked to hire or, or rehire or do not rehire it was checked do not rehire and it was never stated the company was never uh, uh they never stated or was willing to state why they checked that box so i mean there's a lot of speculation that can come from that as well but it's still none of it matters it doesn't matter it should not have resulted in her death i keep saying that it should not have resulted in some or in anyone dying Kenneth Walker fired the shot that hit Sergeant Mattingly, and there's no evidence to support that Sergeant Mattingly was hit by friendly fire from other officers. Mr. Walker admitted that he fired one shot and was the first to shoot. In addition to all the testimony, the ballistics report shows that the round that struck Sergeant Mattingly was fired from a nine millimeter handgun. The LMPD officers fired 40 caliber handguns. Sergeant Mattingly returned fire down the hallway. Mattingly fired six shots. Almost simultaneously, Detective Cosgrove, also in the doorway, shot 16 times. This all took place in a matter of seconds. In total, six bullets struck Miss Taylor. Medical evidence obtained by our team indicates that only one shot was fatal. Further medical evidence shows that Miss Taylor would have died from the fatal shot within a few seconds to two minutes after being struck. Detective Hankinson fired his weapon 10 times, including from a outside sliding glass door and through a bedroom window. Some bullets traveled through apartment four and into apartment three before some exited that apartment. At the time, three residents of apartment three were at home, including a male, a pregnant female, and a child. Okay, so let's hold up on that for a minute. Okay. So, Mattingly Carsgrove, right? Now, so we have to break this down of what he's saying. He said only one shot was fatal. Say it again. He said that only one shot was fatal. 213-943-3358. One shot was fatal. Only one shot, right? And she would have died instantly from that shot. She was shot six times. Takes more than five shots to take from my block, right? Six shots 
One shot killed her. She would have died instantly. What's the odds? Just what's the odds? Just looking at this, just listening to the situation. She would have died instantly from the one shot. One shot was fatal. The first shot that got to her killed her and then she was riddled with five more bullets. That's over, that would be considered overkill. Wouldn't that be considered, there's a term for it, but I wanna say that would be molest of a dead body. Excellent. She was already dead from the first shot. See, it's, you got to be able to break down words. That's why you have to watch and listen to what people are saying so you will understand and have a middle standing and an open standing what he said. He said, he said again, she was shot six times. She, only one shot was fatal. So that means that she wouldn't have felt anything else. She would have died instantly. She was killed by the first shot and the last five was molest of a body. Now there's a term for it. It's, but it's overkill. It's overkill and the people should have been charged because they were, it's a term for it, molesting a dead body. So this is what he's saying, but somehow they did not get charged. What if it was your niece, your sister, your mother, your aunt, your cousin and you find out that one shot was the fatal shot we're human beings they're shooting 40 caliber bullets we're human beings with hollow points what does hollow point do once it penetrates the body the bullet breaks apart and bounces around. The first shot killed her, but he but it's he's a master of English language because he went up into those 400 level classes that I've talked about before. And he's a master of the English language and how you phrase things, phraseology. Put that into your memory brain, banks. Phraseology, how you phrase a sentence gives the information, but it is not, it doesn't necessarily have to be as obvious. See, we're used to people like the Black Panthers or pro-black leaders or the conscious leaders coming straight ahead. These pigs, da, da, such a, such a, such a, such a, and did and they did this, and, 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 you know, the only difference between one white man and the other white man is the white man, the other white man's wife had cancer. And then we, we, we're used to this straight ahead talk. That is a type of phraseology. But here's a man who has been in those 400 upper level classes, had taken some urban studies, taken some uh, all law classes, and to pass the bar and to be successful, you have to learn, I'm just using layman's term, you have to learn how to be slick with the English language to win arguments. Come on. 
Come on, come on. You have to be slick with the English language to be able to win arguments. Are we sitting up here seeing the same thing and it's no need to feel bewilderment because you realize that he is using phraseology. It's a trick a tick. It's trick a ticks. I hope that you're smashing the share button and the like button. I hope that you press pressing the like button on the film review live channel on this episode, the 23rd episode of OB, because we are breaking science. This is a science. Everything is a science. Everything, Everything is. has a science to it. And once you realize what the science is and you know the vocabulary, how to break up the science, this man or anyone else who uses phraseology against you, you say, oh, that's just phraseology. That's slick. But what you're saying is the first bullet killed her. And basically, you should have charged the other two officers or whoever was buzzing off shots, whoever shots by trajectory. You know, we've seen enough Law and Order and we've seen enough of those court shows. You know, trajectory, where the bullets were going, how you knew the Hankerson's bullets went into other people's apartments by where he was standing and where the gun was held and the trajectory so you know who shot what you know who shot the the shot that killed her and you know the person who shot the overkill shots the person who shot the overkill shots when the person was already post-mortem she was post-mortem she was dead she was dead from the first shot the person who would should have been charged for those five shots and it is a disgrace and the only way that you would be able to know that people is that you have to be willing to watch you have to be willing to watch you have to be willing to watch what you feel see feeling feeling is is very detrimental to American blacks right now. Having feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Having feelings is very detrimental. You have to get off that hamster wheel. That hamster wheel has you in full of your feelings so you won't want to listen. You'll say, oh, that dude is a coon. He's married to a white woman, uh, such and such and such a, etc, 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 etc. But you have to be able to listen and understand, middle stand, overstand the English language and that was phraseology. He told you the truth, but he didn't tell you the truth. Trick or ticks. This is just my opinion, my observations. You go back, watch it again. Look up the term phraseology. Look up the term trichotics. And you will know what you're dealing with. And you will not be, here's another word, stymied. Stymied. Remember the little rascal character, Stymie? And when something would happen, he would go, do. He was kind of like Buckwheat, but he had the top hat instead. And he was bald. And he would go, and the music would go he was stymied you have to know you have to go back and watch the shows man 
from one all the way up to now 23. We are breaking information that you need to know to put into your knowledge bank so you won't be in that mindset that you will under you will have an understanding, a middle standing, an overstanding of what it is, so that you will have a mind state to be able to truly scale the mountain. There's a meme. There's a meme. Let me see if I put it up there real quick. Let me see if I oh I don't believe I did. Let me see if I can grab it real quick from out the ether. From out the ether. Let's hope. I without any problems where is it where there it is there it is there's what I'm looking for okay there's a meme that my brother Keith Lee director filmmaker from out of Stockton California put up and this is what he put up it is a rough road that leads to the heights of greatness it is a rough road that leads to the heights of greatness. Right at the very beginning, at the start, there's a pitfall that you got to try to get over like jump frog, right? Or dragon slayer, right? Then the next difficulty is some barbed wire along the road. Then the problem is a spike area in the road next. Then on each side of the road is a, is a body of water where you can drown so you have to weave this then as you go a little further then you have a roadblock that you have to get over so high you can't get over it so low you can't get under it so why you can't get around it you can't get over it. Say that That's our way. What's the rest of the words? What's the worst of the worst? Parliament told you. All of our constrictions. Yeah. Come on, sugar. And then he said. Here's our chance to dance our way out of our constrictions. They already told you. You just need to listen to the music. It's already there. It's already there. And the way that you are able to get over this is how much is in your knowledge. What is education? Is an organized space that allows for the natural abilities and gifts inside of you to come out and flourish so that you can solve these problems. And that's what we, why it's such a detriment that 22 million black babies were aborted because those were the people some of the people, who, along with the other people who couldn't win, it, it, it could have solved problems. The people who were sent away during the three strikes and the 100 to one, people who could have solved problems if we were not. So this is why it's such a detriment, but you're supposed to know it is a rough road that leads you to the heights of greatness. So there's the roadblock. Then you go up a little further and it's something else that's nondescript that you got to get over. It's nondescript. 
Then you gotta go a little further, then there's some barrels there that you got to get over, or you might fall off the side of the cliff. Then you go a little further and there's some kind of fencing. But then, when you get to the top, it's smooth sailing to grab the flag. And so, to be able to overcome, to be able to achieve, you have to be able to listen to what you don't usually, or you feel, you're in your feelings that you don't want to listen to. And listening to Cameron there with his phraseology, and his phraseology was smooth, man. First, first pass, you say, oh, this guy is really on his stick. You know, he's really an honorable guy. You know, the first pass of it. But when you go back to the second and third pass of it and you watch it again and you organize, there's people who have come on, heard him talking and have dropped off the broadcast because they just didn't want to hear from the quote unquote coon, Tanya. They just didn't want to hear from the quote unquote coon because they were in their feelings and they probably saying, oh my God, these this chick and this dude is on the side of Cameron instead of listening to the whole show and getting the understanding and the middle standing and the overstanding of what we what you need to know how to decipher to get to grab the blast brass ring to get that flag to get to the top to get to the success of American black people as a block, as a voting block, as a block of individuals who deserve to be seen, heard, recognized, and appreciated due to what was done to us and to be repaired for what was done to us. 213-943-3358. We're here for solutions. And the first thing is to understand his phraseology and his trick or tick and what he said. Before we go on to continue with Cameron, Cameron, A.G. Cameron, what do you want to say? Cameron, his name is. I keep on thinking about Cameron. You know, my my uh, red flags always are up when I hear BS. So the minute he said that it was the first shot that killed her, so I counted. You said sixteen from one gun, ten from another gun. Oh, wait, 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 wait. First, let's be clear. Let's be clear. He didn't say. See, it's very clear. You got to listen to the trickatition in the phraseology. He said only one. She was shot six times. Only one shot was fatal. He, but only one shot was fatal. He didn't say the first shot. See, it's very important, but you decipher through knowledge of how handguns and bullets penetration works that she was overkilled five times by the remaining bullets. Go ahead. I mean, see, even him using those those choice of words, okay, only one shot was fatal. Well, if it was hollow point bullets, and now how do you want to look at it? Is it because of where the shot hit that made it fatal? Or is it because if it's a hollow point bullet and it's going in and it's, it's, it's hitting everything and bouncing around, I would say the first shot was a fatal one. And every other shot after that, you know uh was just overkill like you said 
or he's saying only one shot was fatal uh the third shot hit the heart uh the third shot hit the liver the spleen uh what what so that was not even necessary and no, that is so important this is just one example of many 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 of manipulation of words manipulation of words you, you call it trick or ticks i like that manipulation of words he is very well spoken very educated and he's sitting here telling you something and all it is is more smoke blowing it's more smoke blowing because the bottom line out of all of that smoke when the smoke clears what i see is that somebody who uh and if all of them were, that's another thing if one officer is firing why do we need the other two officers firing because only one shot you said that 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 the boyfriend fired one shot you didn't have a militia firing at you you had a one shot came your way and y'all you know a, total, a combined total of 32 16 from one gun 10 from another and six from the first gun that was fired of which the first bullet hit that person was down did that not that officer see that person was down so why you only had one shot fighter at you but that constituted 32 with uh 20 what 26 of those being fired from two other guns so that doesn't make any sense and again here we are with the crapola it does not make any sense that that many shots were fired and we're not going to be able to justify that no matter how we look at it no matter what the lifestyle was no matter you know the firing from the emt or she quit doesn't matter if she they got fired her or she quit doesn't matter if she was speaking to the ex-boyfriend and the new boyfriend and they had something going together and it, none of that matters it did not constitute the overkill and this is what we keep seeing over and over and over again a justifiable uh you know they have a term called justifiable homicide they should be charged with non-justifiable homicide it's ridiculous listen the reason why this is bad see see that's another see now see tanya picked that up that's part of that phraseology she picked that up he broke down the number of shots so that people wouldn't have time to calculate in their head. But when you watch it back, you got a piece of paper. You can write down 32 shots. But he broke it up. It's part of the phraseology and the trick of tip. He broke up down the numbers so that you wouldn't have time to think. Oh, 6 didn't sound too bad. 16 didn't sound too bad. Oh, 10 didn't sound too bad. But when you add them up, it's pretty bad. It was a firing squad. It was a firing execution squad, in my opinion. One shot. Now, listen, now, listen. We're going to see if our hypothesis about who shot first. He said that Mattingly returned fire. He shot six shots, right? So we're going to see because the FBI stepped in and they know exactly where the fatal shot came from. So at the end of this, we're going to be able to figure out if our hypothesis, our educated guess, just by having experience of watching programs and having people who are gun enthusiasts or watching gun enthusiasts over YouTube who talk about 
shooting and all that and what hollow points do, we're going to see if our hypothesis was right that the first shot that was the return fire shot was the shot that laid her down and everything else was post-mortem because by his words, by his own assertions with his words, which are not assertions because he has put, put this across as fact that she died from the first shot. She wouldn't have felt anything after that. And she, she died from the first shot. So let's, let's continue on. There is no conclusive evidence that any bullets fired from Detective Hankinson's weapon struck Ms. Taylor. The KSP ballistics analysis did not Wait, identify what? which of the three officers fired Wait, the fatal <laughs> shot. After Wait. Wait. Hankerson is the one that's charged. Wait. Hankerson is the one that's charged for shooting into other apartments. So he's clearing him from that any of the bullets ever hit her, right? So he shot 10 times, other guy shot 16 times, the person who returned fire shot six times. So Mattingly shot six times, Cargrove car, shot 16 times, and Hankerson shot 10 times, and those 10 shots went into other apartments, and thus, the want, wanton endangerment, okay? So that's what it is, let's go. Receiving that information, I asked the FBI crime lab to conduct its own analysis to see if they reached the same results. The FBI ballistics analysis concluded the fatal shot was fired by Detective Cosgrove. Our office looked at both so the guy who shot 16 shots, not Mattingly, but Carsgrove killed her. Now I gotta back up. I gotta back up for a minute. I gotta back up for a minute. And we have to back up. Right. We have to see who entered the, the apartment first. Because automatically, if the secondary officer shooting 16 shots, if he was the secondary officer and not the primary officer, the first to enter the apartment and return shots, then he should have been charged because he was kind of on a blind, he was kind of on a blind side by the way that this is setting up here. So I got to go back a little bit. Here we go. When officers were unable to get anyone to answer or open the door to apartment four, the decision was made to breach the door. After breaching the door, Sergeant Mattingly was the first and only officer to enter the residence. So, uh, so listen. First and only. First and only officer. The other officers were shooting blind. Yes, that car, that car's grove needs to be charged because he was shooting blind. He was shooting through walls. Mattingly, who took the only one to take a shot, the man is slick, but when you take time to break down the words that he says, he's not that slick. He's not that slick after all. How about that? He's not 
AG is not that slick after all. That's that's interesting that he would, you know, then gone ahead and admit this, right? I mean, it's basically a admission of guilt because the guy, the only person who entered their apartment was Mattingly. He got shot in the thigh. Okay, and he returned fire. None of his hit. None of his six shots hit anybody anyone didn't hit the boyfriend who was firing didn't hit uh brianna but the two officers started shooting from outside of the dwelling hankerson started shooting it went all different types of places i guess they were trying to to me this is what i would say in case people were scattering they didn't know how many people were in the house. If they were scattering, they would just hit people. But instead, it went through walls and got people, right? That's reckless endangerment. That is when reckless got endangerment. Huh? What you say? Women. Wait, 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 wait. What you say? The only term I've ever heard regarding endangerment is reckless endangerment. Where this wonton uh, one came from, I it was laughable to me yesterday because it makes no sense. You dug that out of something from the 14th century. I don't know. You dug that word up, not even knowing what it means, wantonness. Uh <laughs> But you're absolutely right. The first and only officer, he clearly said that. And in his effort to be slick, you know, he's a little slow with being slick because it depends on who you're talking to. You know, so <laughs> he was the he the first and only officer only fired six shots. The first and only officer was the only one shot. Uh, the first and only officer was the only reason and he was the only one that had reason to fire back. Or return fire because he had been shot and somebody shot at him. Yet he didn't hit anybody. He didn't hit anybody. So my guess would be that he was the most responsible officer. He probably was the also most the most experienced officer. They haven't they haven't detailed that, but he probably had been on the job longer and he probably was the most experienced officer or the officer that paid attention during training. And so he entered in and he followed protocol. He was the one that knocked on the door to see if anybody was home. He was the one didn't hear anybody. He's the one identified himself as the police. And he's the one that went in. He's the one that took the shot. He's the one that fired, returned fire, but he didn't hit anything because he was being responsible. Now, here's these other two. They're out there. They're Wild Bill Hickok and uh, just shooting. Just shoot. I couldn't imagine how that looked. So, of course, 16 shots fired in is going to hit something or somebody. And to do that frivolously without regard to the fact that there were other people around, all of them should have been charged. The third one that got charged with the, the wanton endangerment, he should have been charged. And so should that second one have been charged. He should have been charged with wanton endangerment, too. You fired off 16 shots. Those could have went anywhere as well. You should have been in, in wanton endangerment. His, his is uh, was murder, homicide. Okay, so look, um, look up Commonwealth because Kentucky is a Commonwealth. 
Okay, so we have a phone, or oh, we did have a phone call. Okay, uh, so Kentucky is a commonwealth, right? And it, laws are different in commonwealths, right? So we're gonna find out what the definition of a commonwealth is and why they're not using, why they're using wanton endangerment instead of reckless endangerment. Okay, so let's go back. So he says that the FBI was called in and there, you, you will hear him say that their investigators could not determine who shot the fatal shot, but the FBI was. So let's, let's go back here. Let me see where we are on the timeline. Equipment and analysis and each lab is highly respected for their work. There was nothing our investigators could point to nor anything provided by the respective agencies that directly explains why one lab made the call while another did not. Cosgrove. Our office looked at both reports to determine which of the three officers fired the fatal shot. After receiving that information, I asked the FBI crime lab to conduct its own analysis to see if they reach the same results. The FBI ballistics analysis concluded the fatal shot was fired by Detective Cosgrove. Our office looked at both reports to determine if there were major differences in the procedures used by each lab that would have led the FBI to identify who fired the fatal shot. Both law enforcement agencies use similar equipment and analysis and each lab is highly respected for their work. There was nothing our investigators could point to, nor anything provided by the respective agencies that directly explains why one lab made the call while another did not. Let's just speculate just a little bit. The Louisville or Louisville, Kentucky, police crime lab. They use similar equipment to the FBI. And he said that it was not determined why. There's all kinds of, he's trying to be slick, but there's all kinds of lawsuits that can come out on this. Here this is, here's this, Kentucky was getting ready to do that as usual through history that shoddy investigation work to cover his butt he made sure because he's on the hot seat because he's not only the ag he's not only the person that's in head of uh putting through and putting through indictments and prosecutions but he's also a black man and so he was on the hot seat so because he blinked he blinked and he got the FBI, and now the FBI tells you who actually shot the fatal shot. Wasn't Mattingly who came in and returned fire. Okay, he was shot in his leg, and he returned fire. He missed all six times. Got to go back to the range, my dude. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what that's about. <laughs> you really don't know what that's about. But you, you got to go back to the range. Home on the range. You got to go back to home on the range. Stick to uh, stick to shooting 
uh, antelope, antelope and deer because you're not really good at shooting back in a, I'm just going to call the combat because that's what it is. Just, that's my opinion, my observations on it, okay? That's what it is, right? So they did this and they were so the first guy who went in, the only one in the apartment, he's blowing it. All kinds of more civil suits coming. You know what I'm saying? That was just one award. We got more. We got trespass. We got all this because here the other people didn't. They just started shooting when they start when they start hearing shooting. They start shooting. That was just like the people who shot 137 times. In Cleveland, Ohio, into into a car with the black woman, and the black man, and then the black the white cop stands up and shoots into the windshield. Talking about, we thought we were being fired at. It must have been the sound of the rick of the bullets, uh, sounding off of the buildings in downtown. They made us think that they were shooting back at us. They drove all the way to East Cleveland, though. They drove all the way to East. They drove all the way to East Cleveland. Yes, that chase went down Euclid, all the way to East Cleveland. It ended in East Cleveland. So now you heard echoing all the way to East Cleveland. Wow, you know it's not many buildings that could really kick off some echo <laughs> in East. Wow, I didn't know that when they told the story. They were yeah. they didn't go into telling that it went all the way to. East Cleveland. Wow. wow, that is something. So look, people, in his zeal and to cover his butt, his butt, he blinked. And you have to listen. There's all kinds of suits coming out of this. The other two were standing outside the apartment. The one was shooting indiscriminately, like he was blind. Like you seen those cartoons where the where the blind Mr. Magoo, Mr. Magoo got his gun and he's shooting. And, and he can't see what he's shooting. He's shooting blind into a house. He's shooting blind into a dwelling. Uh, and shooting into other people's places, right? Other people's places. I don't know what's going on. It could have been grief. children in there. It could have been kids in It there. was. It was a pregnant woman, right? And, you know, with child, what if the bullet had come through and pierced her belly? He should have more. He should have 14 counts like uh, Lorenzo Johnson. We'll get to that. They didn't have any time waiting on getting Lorenzo Johnson for his 14 wanton endangerment. <laughs> 14. He should have had more. Uh, the Cars Grove dude or the Cars Cars. They call him Cars like Bill Cosby. Cars Grove dude should have had charges because he was shooting blind. He might not have been shooting blind as Hankerson, but he was shooting blind. He's telling you in this. And that's why it's good to listen and that's why we have it to break it down. Boy, he shouldn't... He, when you get somebody else who went to 400 level English, we can break this stuff down for you, baby. For sure. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So let's go. Let's go, brother. Let's see what else you got to say to Slick. Slick. Slick old Daniel. Slick Daniel. That's what we're going to start calling him. Slick Daniel. 
And then you just got to chuckle a little bit because his slickness will come back to get him. It's just the way it is. The sins of the father will be visited upon the children. Let's go. I think it is worth repeating again that our investigation found that Mattingly and Cosgrove were justified in their use of force after having been fired upon by Kenneth Walker. Second. Wait a minute. Was this a shootout? Was it a shootout or was it just one bullet fired? Says by his reporting, it was one shot. See, that's what I'm saying. He's saying that they are justified in their shooting because they were fired upon but Mattingly was the only one in the dwelling the other two officers were outside busting and shooting through walls what is going on see you're slipping up slick daniel slicky slicky you so, slicking up so wait a minute so that means cosgrove um wait i can't okay so that means cosgrove then um, I don't think you have me on. Can are you able to hear me? You're coming I'm through loud and clear. You're coming through loud okay, and clear. So we got perfect streaming. Go ahead. Okay. So that means that Cosgrove now, if he's carrying so he was doing a 40 cal, that takes a magazine of 15 plus one in the clip. Because I owned one. So it's 15 in the magazine and one in the clip. So he emptied his gun. He emptied it. And the only reason why he didn't uh, shoot more shots is because he was empty. He didn't reload. <laughs> Crazy. He didn't have time to reload. They, it was the firing squad. They said they would have got everybody. So Tracy Latrice says police shot into another apartment. That is wild. Where are their... Why they disciplined for their why weren't they disciplined for their behavior? She also says many people are just not well-rounded, don't want to learn anything, group think. And then she says, Slick Daniel's nose is growing. Yes, it is, people. Slick Willie's nose, <laughs> Slick Daniels. Matter of fact, Willie. Don't even have it anymore. It's now in the front of the name Daniel. Slick Daniel. Slick 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 Daniel. This is the Slick Daniel. But when you get someone that has a understanding, middle standard, overstanding of the English language, writing with people at 400 level who were going on to be lawyers, you can break this phraseology this trickatition this trickatition down there's many different lawsuits oh people are smashing the share button the like button on this they are taking notes they're going to forward this to the family because there are more lawsuits that's coming hopefully uh attorney crump is good with civil law not just the applied civil law that he has but others to file more 
civil lawsuits against these individuals because this guy is setting it up to have more civil suits put down on people. The crime lab itself, because the FBI got involved. Similar equipment, different uh, conclusion. Let's continue. Secondary to this justification, the KSP and FBI ballistics analysis reached different conclusions, creating a reasonable doubt in the evidence about who fired the fatal shot. I certainly understand the public's desire for... We have to stop right there because he said that their crime line couldn't determine who shot the shot. Remember what Slick Daniel, our opinion, our opinion, our observation, this is Slick. Slick Daniel, he ain't that slick. He's not as slick as a can of oil, but he's he trying to be slick. He might be slick like some Vaseline. You know, the thinner Vaseline gets, you might fall down. If, you, if you're trying to use it as a sliding surface, sooner or later it's going to get uh, uh, stiff and dry and you're going to fall down the steps. And this is what Slick Daniel is doing right now. He's he's falling down the steps right now. He went, my shoe. Okay, so look. <laughs> this is crazy. He said, he said, out his mouth, he said that their crime line could not determine who shot the fatal shot. The FBI, which once you brought the FBI in, you would defer to what the FBI said to then bring charges. That's what the FBI is for. The FBI said beyond any doubt that the shot came from Cosgrove. The shot that killed Brianna Taylor came from Cosgrove. It doesn't so you would charge Cosgrove. But what does this, what does Slick Daniel say? This up possibly for the highest office in the land as far as being Jew, Jewish Judas Prudence want to be on the Supreme Court one day to possibly take the place because you know you only have one black man at a time Thurgood Marshall then then Clarence Thomas and now possibly him as Clarence Thomas is getting older Right? So here he is thinking that he's going to get that slick Daniel, but he's let everything out. And all you have to do is listen. Let a person talk long enough, they will tell you the truth. And he wrote this. This wasn't, this wasn't something that was coming off the top of his head. This was something that was a prepared statement for the media and he couldn't do any better than that. In my opinion, he can't write himself out of a paperback. He might not have gotten the best grades in English possible. He might have got through law school, but I do not believe because he just entangled himself in all this. He says again, their lab 
Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky Police Crime Lab could not determine where the fatal shot came from. The, the FBI crime lab said the fatal shot came from Cosgrove. The only person that was in the house actually was uh, Matten Lee. He shot back, he missed everything. Cosgrove shot, he and Matt Lee shot six times. Cosgrove shot 16 times and, and Hankerson shot 10 times. And he was all over the place like he needed corrective lenses, okay? This is what he's, I'm just, I'm just interpreting what he's saying on his, his narrative, all right? Because this is his narrative brought to him, brought to him by someone else and he fill in the blanks. Okay, my opinion on that also, my observation. And he says that it was enough reasonable doubt that neither one of those officers need to be charged because they had been fired upon. But he said that only, only Mattingly got fired upon. So let's back this up a little bit. Let's back this up. And so this is why this is making any sense. You defer to the FBI because the FBI always had to come in during the civil rights movement to find the truth because those officials in the southern states were, in our opinion, well, it's been proven out now, were about cover-up. Is he about cover-up? Hey, get off the hamster wheel, leave the emotion, get over here, leave the mindset, and listen to the facts, and then make your own mind state, and come with the solution on how to knock this down. There's some lawsuits. I mean, there's some civil suits coming. Come on reach different conclusions, creating a reasonable doubt. Secondary to this justification, the KSP and FBI ballistics analysis reach different conclusions, creating a reasonable doubt in the evidence about who fired the fatal shot. I certainly understand the public's desire for answers and many have questioned the length of the investigation. Simply put, we had to try every means necessary to determine to who get fired your story. the sharp before the investigation could be He's bringing reasonable doubt. He's supposed to be a prosecutor. He says that it brought about reasonable doubt the reasonable doubt, then you would take it and put the person on trial to let a jury decide if it was reasonable doubt. Not you. You're supposed to be a prosecutor. It just doesn't make any sense. The guy is just messing himself up. It's just messed up. Slick Daniel. Slick Daniel was a man. He was a black man. He was trying to make it all the way up to the Supreme Court. He was making 124,000 a year salary. Which means that if it's between him, you and me, he's gonna choose him. <laughs> Let's continue. All right, yeah. 
completed. With a thorough and complete knowledge of all evidence collected in this case, lawyers with our Office of Special Prosecutions presented the findings of our independent investigation before a grand jury comprised of Jefferson County residents beginning on Monday and concluding today. In Fletcher v. Graham, the Kentucky Supreme Court said that the grand jury has competing but balanced functions. On the one hand, its purpose is to investigate allegations of criminal conduct and determine if there is probable cause to believe that a crime has been committed. On the other, the grand jury serves to protect the public against unfounded criminal prosecutions where probable cause is lacking. The grand jury is unique in our criminal justice system because it operates independent of the court and the prosecutor. The hallmark of the grand jury is its independence from outside influence. This independence is necessary to ensure that justice is done both for the victims and for the accused. After hearing the evidence from our team of prosecutors, the grand jury voted to return an indictment against Detective Hankinson for three counts of wanton endangerment for wantonly placing the three individuals in apartment three in danger of serious physical injury or death. The charge of wanton endangerment. That, enough of that. All right. All right. So, so we heard what uh, he had to say. Enough of that. Enough of that. Matter of fact, let me get his picture off there because, in my opinion, he's a disgrace. Okay, people. So, here's a meme that sums this up. And remember, we told you he's a disgrace. And we told you yesterday on episode 22 why he wouldn't put his position on the line so we should stop talking about skin can not the skin can my skin but not my skin we need to drop all that need to get off the hamster wheel leave all the emotion and deal with with the facts deal with the facts that to make the mind state right so here's the meme that says this story this this is like a distraction off of it but we wanted to give this, you know, give a nod to those who feel this. A lot of black people really don't like black people and it shows. A lot of black people really don't like black people and it shows. But really it's not about if he as a black man likes black people or not it's really not we 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 told you before right we told you before this yesterday we told you why it doesn't matter the, him being a black man so we need to get off that emotion and forget about that and look at him as nothing but a person that is there to keep the status quo from now on, when we see black people in these high positions, don't think that you're going to get any kind of special treatment. They are there to keep the status quo, no matter what they say, no matter how good their words are. We saw that with Barack Obama. Here's one for those who feel this way. What about prosecuting the cops that killed Breonna Taylor? W.A.P. Right? Look, here's another, here's another. Here's one that came from a Delta, right? We're gonna 
put this one up real quick. Brianna, I'm so sorry. So sorry that your neighbor's walls received justice before you did. Ooh, that's just snappy. Snappy, if it wasn't such a serious thing, it would be something to smile at and chuckle. So sorry that your neighbor's walls received justice before you did. You see? So you see, we've already... Take this, smash this, share this, share this, like this, let your people know. We just broke down the bull and why there should be more civil lawsuits coming on this because the two officers weren't even in the, wasn't even in and how's the guy that only shot 10 shots, the one who shot 16 shots and actually did the kill shot is not being charged worse than the person who only shot through walls or else they should at least had the same amount of shots, right? Here's one that, you know, is a distraction of what we're talking about today, but it all wraps around to what we're talking about. Some people don't want to hear and some people don't want to listen. So they will say, y'all can keep digging up articles from 1977 about Joe to dissuade me, but I'm watching what 45 doing today. I need that jet. You need to come with the jet. People don't know what I'm talking about. I'll take my chances with Joe, the one that destroyed and decimated the black community with a hundred to one and then three strikes your eye. Oh yeah, we're gonna take that chances like that, right? That's real good. Okay, people. Remember we told you that the media that the media is traditionally two weeks to a month behind on what we talk about on TFR Podcast Live and hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB. Well, here's another example. Here's an article that just came out and it's talking about Indian racism towards black people is almost worse than white people's racism towards black people. We done told you and I told you the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be in the hospitals. We told you. We told you. And you need to read this article, right? You need to read the article, right? And and and, and understand what's going on. But wait, as if as if you know, everyone came to the same epiphany two to three weeks after we laid down the information. Here's another article about Indian racism. Some say India's ancient anti-black hatred is worse than age-old white supremacy. So you see, their legacy that still moves forward to today that is still in their thinking. And you're up here talking about helping immigrants. And when they come over here, they get classified as white. 213-943-3358. And you are there to really 
work with them and you just don't care because like the meme said, really, in actuality, black people really don't like each other and you know. Oh yeah, by the way, I just wanna let you know that, you know, black people dealt with racist presidents before sat down, spoke with them, negotiated with them, politics with them, or we wouldn't be where we are today. All the presidents have been racist in, against American blacks, including your boy, Barack Obama. If you don't believe me, all you have to do is go research and you will see the things that he has said about American blacks will, if it was coming from out of a white voice, you would say that is racist. Like, you know, black people who came out of the people who were here wouldn't necessarily be able to be president because of the baggage. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you find it and you'll say, dang, that dude wasn't even on our side. He wasn't even trying to groom somebody that came from the lineage to even take his place. It was all about him. Here we go, people. Here's one. Uh, this one is a nice distraction. It's a beautiful photograph. It says, there's always a way. I think that that is a beautiful distraction because that tree, possibly through the land pulling apart because of the tectonic plate. See, I'm giving you the science. I'm giving you the geography to this. Why this tree is like this right possibly because it didn't actually just sit there and then start extending out its tentacles to have its roots right it had to do with the movement of the tectonic plates underneath the earth and the movement of the tectonic plates okay and as they pulled apart the tree and the root still held and the tree embedded its roots tighter into the earth, still being able to catch the nutrients from the rains and the soil, and still being able to grow to produce this beautiful, extraordinary monstrosity of unbelievable nature that we see in this photograph. And it, there is always a way, so when the earth is pulling from underneath you and you realize why it is you will be able to settle yourself and continue to develop and continue to grow forth and this that that's the lesson for the day with that so what you got to say to that real quick that is something uh there's always a way and the roots were still there yeah there's always a way and then uh, the gentleman that called yesterday he quoted a scripture about there is a way that seemeth right unto a man the end thereof are the ways of death that's an absolutely true uh, scripture however we have to be careful in what context we apply that because it's clear see whatever the way is that determine the ways of death and the ways of life always have an outcome so it's the origin of a thing or 
the basis to which you apply it or the foundation that determines how it operates and the ultimate outcome thereof. It's the origin of a thing that determines how it operates and the ultimate outcome or manifestation thereof. So when we say there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, I would say that the ways that we've approached this situation over the years were the ways that seemeth right. We went the ways of peace and we can still go the ways of peace. We just got to be smarter. We, uh, we went the ways of peace. We went the ways of Kumbaya, let's work together, assuming that we were working together. Uh, assuming that our Caucasian counterparts were on board to working in a cohesive manner in order to establish the solutions that we needed. We chose a way to try to make that happen. We chose a way by going to the voting polls every four years. We chose a way. We chose the way that seemeth right. We chose the way that was constitutionally befitting. We chose the way that was the way of peace and not of war. We chose the way of supposed intelligence. We, to- we, we, we chose a way. And all those ways, different ways, all, you know, they were intertwined, but they were still different ways, all, you know, amalgamated together. We chose ways that seemed right. Keep in mind the word seemed And the seemingly Is where we have a problem Because they seemed right But the evidence of righteousness Is the outcome The evidence of righteousness Is the manifestation So we chose the ways That seemed right For the situation Right but the problem is when you have people who are not in agreement, can two walk together unless they be agreed? The answer is no. You can't walk together unless you be agreed, right? So we are following ways that seemeth right unto a man or multiple men, assuming that the other side is doing the same thing, assuming, making a lot of assumptions. You know what they say about the word right? So we made the assumptions that these people were doing the same thing and they were not. So here we are again. Here we are again, people. It's time for an election. Some of y'all can't wait to get there to have your, your sticker, you know, that you, you wear around all day. And in the grocery store, everybody's get, giving each other that knowing look. We voted today. We voted. We voted. Gotcha. You voted today. Gotcha. Yes, yes, you voted today. Strong, you know, everybody's uh, 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 patriotic towards the cause and towards the move. Yes, my brother. Yes, my sister. You went and voted. And then four years from now, about six months before the next election, we're going to be here again if we don't choose a different way. There is a way that seemeth right. It seemeth right, but the end thereof are the ways of death or the ways of non-productivity, the way of zero, the way of the hamster's wheel, the way of getting nowhere, the way of zero, the way of death. You know what? We've given you solutions too. You need to go back and um, 
binge listen on Spotify. That's right. You go, you go over to Spotify and you go to the search or you go to Google and you go to the search and you type in hashtag TFR Podcast Live O B on Spotify. Or you type in on Spotify hashtag TFR Podcast Live O B and the episodes will come up and you can binge listen one through 23 because we have given you and brought you solutions. We don't just talking head around here. We don't just argue. We are about bringing solutions. We told you yesterday in episode 22 how to eliminate situations like Breonna Taylor ever happening again. George Floyd ever happening again. As American black people, you just have to be willing to push forward with it, move in stealth movement, and achieve it. Now, people, the election is coming up November 3rd, and we've told you all about why there is a no vote for Biden. Now we're going to tell you why there's a no vote for Donald Trump, right? We have dealt it. You can extrapolate out. We've always told this. You can go from W.E. beat the boys. I use him. Let's start in the 20s when he came up relevance all the way up until close to his end. And you look at all of the presidents. W.E.B. Du Bois spanned many presidents from a boy all the way up to a man, middle age, elderly. He spanned many and saw many presidents. And what history, what our story was being made within the history, his story, within the United States? What were the American black people doing? They didn't just say, oh, he's racist. I'm not going to talk to him. I'm not going to politic with him. I'm not going to sit down and bring plans to have this implemented. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to follow the party that lynched me once upon a time. I'm not going to follow anything. I'm not going to do anything with him because he is a racist. All emotion, that's emotion, that's childish. That's childish. So this is why it's a no vote. See, this has to play out. I've personally been saying this since Trump got elected. I said, this is a war between two sets of whites. And the more that we get closer to this election, we can see that this is a war between two sets of whites. Sooner or later, though, the Caucasians that are wealthy, who come in, who are smashing things, they're going to return back to their lives, leaving American blacks who were out there thinking they were standing side by side with their white comrades. They're going to leave them hanging out there and they're going to be doing time just like this kid right here. Right. Just like this kid right here. 14 counts. Right. 
fucking counts on this. This guy, this kid right here, shot two police officers, right? He shot two police officers during the protest in uh, Kentucky the other night. They already have him up on 14 counts already. His name is Lorenzo riding in the, but he's not riding in the Benzo. It's Lorenzo Johnson. They released his name. He shot these two officers allegedly, but they have 14 counts. 14 counts of wanton endangerment on him. 14 counts. It didn't take any time for the AG to come down, the district attorney to come down with the charges to charge him, to get him a reign, to get him through. Boom, boom, boom. Took no time. This is a disgrace and this is why I say that American blacks have to sit on the sideline and let these Caucasians have this civil war out. We have always chosen sides and we wind up like Lorenzo Johnson. We cannot afford to wind up like Lorenzo Johnson. Lorenzo Johnson believed in something and when he finds out, when he's in prison in his county orange or when he gets downstate, they might be county blue. When he gets the down, he's already, he's already in Kentucky, but they may put him in Ohio State to make it so that he's in a place, in Ohio State penitentiaries where he'll be in a place where nobody knows him. You know, that's, that's real, that's real. Now, he's going to get in there. He's going to be watching TV and then the headlines going to come across the, the white, the Black Lives Matter. I'm just saying it in layman's terms. The, the whites of Black Lives Matter have abandoned that and they have went home to their rich and he will be in prison for a long time playing around with these anarchists who are really just having fun. It's a summer vacation. Remember Cube had that song, he took a summer vacation. You know what Cube was talking about. If you don't know what Cube was talking about, a summer vacation, you need to take a listen to it and listen to what he was saying. They're just taking a summer vacation. They're spreading their germ in your mind and then they're going to move on and it's going to leave you holding a bag like him. Like Lorenzo Johnson. Now, there's an article in the Washington Post. Why not vote for Donald Trump? Now, I'm not on the, I'm not, uh, let, let, let me take this down so that you can see me real quick so I can say this so this could be clear to you so you can understand this, right? He say so it's clear so you can understand what I'm saying to you. Have a middle standard, overstand what I'm saying. I am not a Dixiecrat party coon. I am not a Repub Party Coon. I am not an Independent Party Coon. A Nonpartisan Party Coon. I'm not a Coon. 
I am an American black man, an American black citizen of the United States of America, the corporation, and because I am a citizen of that corporation, I am entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and not have impediment put in front of me by those who believe in anarchy, who are anarchists, or who those who believe in accelerationism, who are accelerationists. I have a right not to have that because I am an American citizen and I should be treated as such and I should be made whole with reparations. And if you do not bring the reparations, baby, you don't get a vote. So why not? Some of the policies that Donald Trump has put down has helped us indirectly, especially with the immigrants, especially when you know that Biden with the immigrants are going to bring them in. And we've told you before in nauseam, they're going to bring a, give them a TIN number. They're going to give them a driver's license. They're going to give them free health care, no copay, better than what you get. They're going to get subsidized housing in the suburbs, not in the projects, baby. And they're gonna get a job that most likely you're gonna be training them for as your replacement. You're not gonna know it, but around next year, if Biden is elected president, you're going to get that pink slip, you know, around November, December. It's always around the holiday time because they're gonna come in and get, do your job for less than what you will do because you know that you are an American citizen and you are deserving of what America, the greatest advances that America and opportunities that America can afford you because of what your people have done that no other people on the planet have done for a country that is a corporation. No other. People have been as faithful. We may talk snit, but we are there to keep the economy rolling in more ways than one. We have been more than loyal. So why not Donald Trump, right? To vote for it. I'm saying sit this out and let the whites for once do something because none of them if you watch the old movies of the 30s 40s 50s 60s all the way up and you see the british invasion the caucasians all over the world were doing the music and talking the slang and being imitations of american black people we are the culture of We are most definitely the culture of the United States of America. And when you watch this and you know this, these immigrants did nothing but have money to buy property and the property did the work. They didn't know how to build the house. They didn't know how to do that. But somebody that was nice and kind hearted that did know, taught them. And then they, just like at the end of uh, Hidden Figures, the blacks helped bring John Glenn back around. And at the end, in the IBM offices, a 
whole bunch of white women came in. They wanted to train the one the uh, Octavia Spencer's character to train the white women, and that's how she was ushered out. They gave her a nice clock or gold watch at the end, and then the whites took over. They didn't know until we taught them because they had never done it. We did all the work. So why not? Not. Why we're not voting, we know why we're not voting for Biden. Why aren't we voting for Donald Trump? Why aren't we giving him our vote? Let's look at the article here. According to interviews with more than two dozen current and former office, office officials in the Trump administration, Donald Trump's behavior in private is exactly what you might expect as reported by George Miller of the Washington Post. In unguarded moments with seniors, senior aides, President Trump has maintained that black Americans have mainly themselves to blame in their struggle for equality, hindered more by lack of initiative than societal impediments, according to current and former U.S. officials. Now let me bring, let me, let me bring this down a little bit so that you can see me here, right? So this could be clear. Put this up, put this up here, come back to me. Come on, buddy, bring this up. There we go. Now, I take no offense to Donald Trump talking about black people, American black people. That is his perception of American black people. And we as American black people feel that people should have the assumption of us that we have of ourselves. Well, people, we, we have some problems because there's many different American blacks that have many different, they come from different classes now, they have many different perspectives on American blacks. And who's to say that he's not getting his perspective informed by those who have a different perspective than I or my sister have? So what's the big hubbub? What's the big deal what what's the purpose of all this because if you listen to what we say we say that you have to take responsibility for what was done you know what was done and you have to take responsibility this is the point that we have been stating but we don't need this man to tell us this but all at the same time people observing the American black plight seem to have come to a similar conclusion as those who have been in the fight. My wife and I collectively in the fight for 60 years, 30 years separate, 60 years combined in the fight. And when people come and they give you this, that is not something that is insulting. Him saying that it's about initiative. You do have to get up on your butt. So there was nothing insulting about that. If you feel insulted about that, you're probably one of the ones that are sitting on your butt with no initiative. That's fact. 
sorry. I mean, I know that may hurt your feelings. Oh my God, I can't believe they said it. It's the way it is. But either you're going to stand up and take a stand this time or you can forget about it. This is it. The Mexicans are about to be a larger number. The Latins are about to be a larger number. They are about to be the favorite group. Once they realize that they cannot take black people for granted, they we don't have to be the favorite group, but we will be respected and things will then begin to move in our direction. Second after no vote is we're pushing to get the CBC to get the those who are put on the skin of American blacks who are actually immigrant blacks out of there. Because we need our congressional caucus, when you go to their Twitter page, to be talking about black issues, not talking about Latino issues. Talking about we got to push the Latino. Why are we talking about when you go to the Latino, Latino don't say we got to be pushing the black. No, they're talking about Latino issues. If I want a person that's of dark skin who says they are American black, but they say I'm I'm Haitian or I'm or I'm I'm uh Puerto Rican or I'm I'm Latin of some kind, you're not helping me. You got to get out of there. We're talking about solutions today, people. Black ain't black. That's right, it's not. So Donald Trump saying that, but the main reason why Donald Trump, no vote for Donald Trump, no vote for Biden with another immigrant as his running partner playing the game on you again no vote for either side is because i'm not voting for racist one i'm not voting for racist two who am i gonna vote for lucifer or or shaitan who am i voting for what do i believe in your vote will determine what type of spirituality or what type of belief that you really have because I cannot participate in a system that is about continuously trying to destroy me and they tell me right to my face and I'm going to vote? You got to be sick. You got to be sick. You got to be sick. Five minutes close out. Y'all, we've had a information power packed week here. Uh, here on uh, hashtag TFR podcast live OB, we are hopeful that you are uh, partaking or taking this in. You're ingesting the information. I did say digesting last week, but we don't want you to digest it because that passes through. <laughs> that passes through. We want you to ingest and keep it as part and make it innately a part of your thought process and a part of your character how you make your decisions we are here to give you solutions and the solutions are multifaceted our solutions are dealing with your mind our solutions is dealing with your body your spirit our solutions is dealing with your life in godliness and life here in natural things material the material life we must as a people think differently we've been sitting complacent and it's not working have you not noticed if, if you don't notice that this has not been working for us because you might have had a few dollars uh once upon a time uh if you don't have any old money flowing through your family you don't have generational wealth 
it ain't been working for us all right so this is a time to turn the tables this is going to set the precedent for the generations that come after us and that's no it's no other way to look at it if you don't do something now you may as well go ahead on and take the labels i'm gonna put on you later because i'm gonna put some on you later if you don't do something now i'm gonna have some multiple my vocabulary is broad i'm gonna have some ones all right so i love you guys and we know we're telling you because we want you to get it together as many of us that can stand in unity is as many of us that can get it done but there's a few of us that'll stand without you and we'll still get it done all right people so this has been another great robust week of tfr podcast live ob you know we come on monday through fridays in the morning 9 30 a.m pacific time 12 30 p.m that's it 9 30 a.m pacific time 12 30 p.m eastern time right on the film review life channel the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure you go there and subscribe. Smash the subscribe. Smash the like on this video. Like, 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 like. Share this video. Share all of the videos. We have them in a playlist so you can binge watch them. One through 23 of hashtag TFR Podcast Live. Don't forget this Sunday, 5.30 p.m., Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. It's the Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society podcast. That's hashtag TFR Podcast Live. You can hear the replays on iHeartRadio. Just go to the search in iHeart and type in hashtag TFR Podcast Live. All the episodes come up or go over to Google and type in hashtag TFR Podcast Live on iHeartRadio. Click it. You can watch all of You can binge watch this, right? And then, because we give you the reviews that save you revenue on that live, on those on those on-demand movies. You know what I mean? Because that's where we are right now until the theaters open back up. You know what I mean? Because we're in the middle of COVID. Make sure that you go back and listen to episodes 104 through 110 of Hashtag TFR Podcast Live. We lay out everything about COVID. Things that are just now coming into the news cycle now. Go and check out episodes 121 through 132 of the film review. TFR Podcast Live, right? We are covering again information that they are just now catching so we will see you on monday 9 30 a.m pacific 12 30 p.m eastern for another episode of tfr podcast live ob and we are out until sunday then monday yeah Talking about German, why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood French community, unity, 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 un